name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie, I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Stevens, VIP Sports Podcast. You might as well call me Santa Claus because I got a gift for everybody. Nice. Back at it here with my partner in crime, the Big Skipper, <laughs> a.k.a. the chiropractor. What's going on over there, Skip? No shortage of the holiday cheer, my friend. That's for damn sure. It's really not, man. I'm in a good mood, too. It's Christmas holidays, you know. As long as you got your family, you got everybody around you at this time, uh, you know, it's the best time of the year. I'm really excited about it. I really am. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. Listen, uh, we have a great podcast. I can't wait to see how your Christmas caroling went. I've heard a couple little different details about it. But uh, uh, before we get into it, why don't you tell these people how they can get a hold of a skip and uh, give me a little chance to uh, get my Christmas treat that I got for myself. It's called Cherry Pie. Cherry Pie Christmas Kush. Well, it's actually, no, it's actually a hybrid. Uh-huh. It's, called, it's, it's a crossbred between cherry and apple pie. So I figured it's a festive marijuana. It's an excited marijuana. And I figured uh, I got to celebrate the holiday with the, the taste of cherry and apple pie. I mean, no better way, man. Cherry pie. It's America. Christmas. That's a fucking fact. Like I said, man. Well, you light up that cherry kush, and I'm going to go ahead and tell these people how they can get a hold of us. You can call us directly at 877-220-6540. Uh, if you want a free pick, go ahead and go to our website, VIPSportsLasVegas.com. And for those of you that don't know what the hell we do here, we're sports consultants. Steve's the number one sports advisor in the world. He's got more money behind him than anybody in this industry. He's got more contacts than anybody in this industry, which means we got more winners than anybody in this industry. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's VIP Sports LV. Same with Instagram, same with Facebook. Mm -hmm. If you want to go to YouTube or, or iTunes, VIP Sports, uh, you know, we read all your comments. We love everything you enter in on there. Like I said, we got a sense of humor. We love talking shit. And at the end of the day, the, the whole point of the VIP Sports Podcast is to give you inside information on how to be the best sports better you could possibly be. Uh, giving you information on who plays each other, the stats, that's just all extra. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here to show you how to be a better sports better. We're, show, we're here to, to support the movement of making gambling legal. And more important, we're here to talk a lot of shit about entertainers. We're here mm-hmm. to talk shit about football, coaches, players, uh, and, and that's what we do. Yeah, you don't need me for all the stats and yesterday's scores, even though, you know, I'll give them out. It's a little something to talk about. we got to throw some sports in there. Uh, but we're not Sports Center. No. We're a couple of guys that know how to beat the goddamn Vegas books. It's as hey, simple as that. It's real okay? fucking simple. We know how to beat the Vegas books. And, and if you want to beat your book, give us a call at 877-220-6540. And uh, what does that taste like? A little cherry pie? I would have to say, if I put it in a word, uh, scrumptious, mm. outrageous, uh, enduring. It's just got me so overwhelmed. It's just, it's got a smile on my face from ear to ear. <laughs> you know, I have a passion for marijuana. I love it. I got a license for it. 
you know, out here in the state of Nevada, if you have a license, you can smoke till you drop. That's pretty much what I do. But uh, I do it because it enhances me. It's the holiday season. I'm in a good mood. And I just want to give back. I want to celebrate. Like I said, you know, for the next five callers that call, not only are you going to get a week of service, but one of my special cherry pie marijuana sticks. <laughs> the phones will be ringing off the hook now. Oh, that's a fucking That was fact. just a joke, people. Yeah, no, that's definitely yeah. a joke. We're not handing out any marijuana sticks over here. But anyway, before we get into our, our show here today, and before we get into everything, Skip, how did your Christmas caroling go? Oh, my Christmas caroling went fucking great. Because I, mean, I want to be the first to apologize to all of our, our listeners. I'd, I'd have to say our last podcast was probably the worst one we've ever done. I was in a bad mood. I didn't give a fuck about the podcast. Um, I had about 300,000 on the line that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a few things going as well. You were on a two-day run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were on a little gambling spree. You ended up losing like, what, six? Can I ask you a question? How the fuck does someone lose $60,000 playing Keno? Were you playing Keno or what were you playing? A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, mm-hmm. huh? Okay. So I, I just want to bring our fans into the Christmas, Carolyn. You were singing a bunch of songs because I know you didn't show up here till late, late. I've been arriving a little later than normal. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, the last couple days I've been arri- uh, I've been arriving a little later than normal, that's for sure. Uh, it started with some eggnog, Steve. Uh, by the end of the night, we were into the Crown Apple again. Uh, yeah, I was pretty deep into a bottle of Crown, and it, it got a little ugly. We had a good time. It was chilly out. It was cold. I had to stay warm. Well, so you had to and, pound the crown. Hashtag yeah. pound the fucking crown. If it's cold outside, money's tight, things are rough, your girl won't give you no muff, pound the crown. Hashtag Correct. pound the crown. Correct. Feliz Navidad. Feliz nuts Navidad. It was a wonderful time. I mean, I had I had my own version of a couple Christmas carols, you know? You want to sing me one of the songs? I, I heard you had like a gay <laughs> Rudolph song. Can- Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. He came out with Caitlyn Jenner this year. Oh, shit. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. No one ever knew you were that queer. Up. So, <laughs> you want me to keep going? Well, I'm just saying, so you're saying it's Rudolph the red-nosed dick-licking reindeer now? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Rudolph, <laughs> Rudolph the red-nosed, what was that? Rudolph the red-nosed dick-licking reindeer. Oh, God. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Came out of the closet with Caitlyn this year. Called VIP to win some change. Oh, my Lord. Hey, listen, listen, Rudolph has a red nose for a reason. Listen. Rudolph had all the money. I don't think anybody understands that. So you're saying Rudolph went on the, the dark side? He's gay now or what? Uh, listen, rumor has it Rudolph was the oddball, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is in this day and age, if, if you replay the story, Rudolph was the oddball. Rudolph was the gay guy. Yeah, well, his nose is red for a reason, various well, reasons. Well, yeah, it was right up Santa's ass. You know, <laughs> I, <laughs> come dancer, come prancer, come donner, come blitzin. You wondered, yeah, listen. He had all the money. He was the oddball. He obviously was a trust fund reindeer. So you're telling me he got his reindeer nuts cut off and uh, got a little slit or what? That's the word up on the North Pole. There's a lot of weird shit going on at the North Pole, Steve. I thought Rudolph just did a bunch of cocaine as red of his... <laughs> Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a red nose from cocaine. He might have. That yeah. <laughs> if anyone was snorting blow, it was definitely Rudolph the red-nosed dick-licking fucking reindeer. <laughs> oh, my God. But like I said, if, Ru- you know, if Rudolph's gay to each his own... <laughs> Uh, so basically, he's a Bruce Jenner yeah, of nothing, the reindeer. There's nothing wrong with a gay reindeer. I no. Mean, I, I'm just pointing out the obvious. But but if you're going to be a gay reindeer, yeah. don't blame it on being transgender. Well, he was, Just say, I love sucking cock. <laughs> yeah. I'm a gay reindeer. Yeah. I love looking at Blitzen's nuts. And I want him to suck the <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> come Comet, come Cupid, come uh, Blitzen. Exactly. Bring your nuts over here. Yeah. yeah, Rudolph, here, let me put my nose up your ass and light you up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
no. So it makes sense now. Rudolph was the gay reindeer. Well, there's a lot of weird shit going on at the North Pole, man. All I mean, right. You so, got, I mean, you know, Miss, you know, Mrs. Claus is a hoe, right? Oh, my God. For fucking sure, she's got all those elves making dildos and toys for a fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> those little uh, elves ain't making fucking King Kong dildos for my girlfriend. Oh, my God. She's making them for everybody. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the smile on this motherfucker's face. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a, oh, oh. Yeah, because Santa's... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You don't walk around all jolly like that. No. If you, I mean, come on. Santa's a shit. Miss Santa Claus is a fucking freak. Santa's getting fucking sucked off on the Santa regular Claus, basis. Santa Claus is a straight fucking pimp. And uh, Mrs. Claus is a hoe. We all know. She's a, she's you don't a think hoe. there's a chance that Santa's having those little elves nibble on his little nuts on a fucking rainy day up there with Rudolph? There's a reason why they live all the way up there where no one else is. Yeah, because I mean, they're, they're doing some way out yeah, shit. Huh? Yeah, it's kind of like some of these people that live on those, you know, communes out in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's weird shit going on out there. Definitely. Like David Crutch style shit. You yeah, know I'm not mean? doing no shit like that. But, you know, that's me and Skipper's way of saying Merry Christmas <laughs> to everybody out there. We're in the Christmas spirit. Oh. Uh I just got the bad news that you're not going to be here the rest of the week. So you just choose out of nowhere to take the family to Maui just in the middle of fucking nowhere? I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's not official yet. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, I got a uh, little uh, inside information. You know, I got inside sources. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a guy that knew a guy that uh, was partying with you not too long ago that heard uh, you talking about Maui and uh, uh, luau's and 80-degree weather. and. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I, I'll either pull the trigger on that tonight or not. I'm not sure yet. All right, good. Well, I'm glad you're in the festive mood. I'm glad that you, you made a lot of money. I'm glad you're not mad that there's no Christmas bonuses. I figure people get 50%. That is a bonus in itself. Uh, Moving on, let's get into NFL, when ladies 50, and gentlemen. When does that 50% start, tonight? Uh, no, because you get a lot of uh, cashier's checks and oh, different type of packages oh, that are 50 yeah. Then the other ones, you you, you know, you, you, I would say pressure me mm. to pay a little extra when extras do. I, str- I try to strong arm you as much as well, possible. Well, of course, and that, that's what I love about you. Like I said, hashtag strong arm. That's pretty much mm-hmm. what it's all about. I single-handedly strong arm this whole industry. Mm-hmm. It's the whole reason why we came to the conclusion that we're the best and everyone's pretty much out of business. When marketing died, it was either learn how to win or get out of business. Right. That's why everybody shut down. Then one foggy Christmas Eve... Santa came to see Steve. Steve said, with your nose so bright, couldn't you use an absolute blowout winner tonight? Then all the... How'd you like that one? So Steve gives him a winner. (laughs) He's making it rain with cheese. (laughs) Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. He'll be going down... He's going down in history for being a dump is what it sounds like. Oh, oh, my God. Fuck. I got them all, bro. I could go on all day long. Feliz Navidad. Feel these nuts, Navidad. Yeah, listen. Catch a hoe and another hoe. That's it. Merry Christmas. You know what I mean? You want anyway, to talk a little sports? Yeah, let's what? get into sports. After all, you know, we are sports <laughs> gurus. We won't. We don't want to turn this into a circus. Yeah, we want to talk shit. Yeah, we're in the festive fucking mood. But at the same time, number one documented individuals in the world. We have the biggest sports consultant firm in the world. What that means is we write more business than anyone in the world. We sell more new clients. We write more volume. We have more deals than 15 sports consultant companies combined. We do between two dollars and $400,000 a week in business, and that has nothing to do with my whales that are in town, clients that I meet in person, or what me or Skipper bet ourselves. Uh, All I talk about is my sports consultant firm. I use myself and my bets as, hey, guys, look at me. I'm making a bunch of money. Call Mm -hmm. my company. Mm -hmm. But I'm a company man. It's all about coming in here, grinding, selling a week of service, getting guys some winners, upgrading them, bringing them part of the family. Because when you buy a package from VIP, you're not buying something. You're investing. Correct. You're investing in your fucking future. So um, after a while, if you're looking for me to beg you to sign up, 
you're better off asking me to beg to lick your fucking nuts because you don't have a chance in the fucking world. When we I'm not going to beg you for nothing. When we ask you to put 1500 on your credit card to get some big games so you can kick the shit out of yeah, your Yeah, don't book, take a deep breath. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not like you're going out and buying a $1,500 flat screen to put in your rec room that you're only going to, you know, maybe turn on an hour or two every day. I mean, this is $1,500 that's going to get you an instant return, instant gratification. What about the client that I had? Shout out to you, Mike. Your elbows need some <coughs> surgery. Those motherfuckers look crazy as fuck. What about my client that was busting my balls to bet three? First of all, he was supposed to bet $10,000 a game. Went and met him or whatever he bet. Gave me uh, my half, 5000 Came back a month later, thought he was real. Uh, give him a, a blowout winner. The fucking guy bets $500 on the game. Steve, the bartender wow. at the Hard Rock said he didn't like it. You gotta be kidding. Hold on, did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I did. The bartender at the Hard Rock said he didn't like it. Found out that guy spent $2,500 in prostitutes that same night. Unbelievable. Yeah, so guys, Well, the bartender wanted him to save his money so that he could take care of him. So my, he could my point him, is, right? my point is... The bartender was probably a damn pimp. Pimping if up you're the paying $1,500 for hoes and you ain't betting $5,000 a game with me, don't even fucking call me. Shame, and fucking yeah. Shame on you. Shame on you, dude. One thing about me, my company has a package for everybody, but if you're looking to deal with me, myself, or a skipper... Um, it, it takes a lot of money to deal with a guy like me. I don't just, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't deal with average players. I do it every now and then at the goodness of my heart. I'll field an inbound call and work with a guy one-on-one. -on -one, and you guys know that out there. My mm -hmm. clients know that because I care. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm here to make money. I'm here to feed my family. A lot of people do this for fun and games. I do this to put my kids through college. Strictly a business. We like to have a good time. We do these podcasts. We laugh. We get a little nuts. Uh, we have a good time. A little bit of entertainment, but the bottom line is when it comes to making money on these We're games, making millions of we're, fucking we're dollars. De we're dead ass serious when it comes to our money. And and and, yeah. and hold on. There's I, I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say nobody else is making millions of dollars betting sports. No one else has a company that's doing twelve million dollars a year in business. Fuck all the rest, we're the best. It's as simple as that. I love it there. Let's get serious. Let's talk about NFL <laughs> a little bit. Um, you want to say anything to me, maybe about Carolina or anything? Would you? Sorry about all the fucking coughing. <clears throat> well, that's hey, listen, ladies, can I get the camera on me real? Oh, hey, I got Skipper today. You have no idea. I put a fucking thing on the bottom of the door where I sealed it. If you look in the background here, it's smoking everywhere. Hey, Bobby Bass, I got him. Mm. What? Got him? Skipper's definitely feeling the effects of the high. He's fucking killing me over here, Jude. <clears throat> anyway. He's, and, he's killing me, Jude. Yeah, Jude, I got him. Fucking, I got him. He's killing me, bro. Anyway, uh, I did say that Carolina uh, would beat New York. Um, that, that's not saying a lot. I told you that they would uh, What a get, game. Yeah, it was a great fucking game. Uh, if I'm not believing, up four touchdowns. Mm -hmm. uh, up four touchdowns, what, 28 nothing, and then 28-7? No, 35-7. to 35-7, up four touchdowns. Little, little Ears thought he had everything in complete control. Now, this is one time when Little Ears really did, He, like you said, he got a little bit too comfortable. They got a little too comfortable. They got a little complacent, and uh, the Giants came fucking roaring back. Tied the game and made a got made a game out of it, man. They sure as fuck did. Well, listen, number one, when you're dealing with a quarterback like Manning, I mean, the guy at the end of the day, he's the real deal. Uh, yeah, the Giants haven't been what they're supposed to be. I mean, the guy's got two Super Bowl rings. He's yeah. far from a bitch, right. okay? Yeah. And with a guy like him, you cannot let off. That's a motherfucker that doesn't play. And like I said, they did a real good job coming back. If Carolina wouldn't have got content and comfortable, that's a game that I truly see they should have won maybe 57-14, maybe 57-21. But they should have kept on the pressure. They should have kept kicking ass. You don't let a team up just because it's holiday and you're up fucking four touchdowns. That's not how you play football. Well, I think they probably learned a lesson there, uh, not to get complacent. You're up four touchdowns. You're on the road in a hostile environment, uh, uh, playing a team 
that absolutely had to win that game to stay tied for the division. And a game that means absolutely nothing yeah. for you. So do you they want let, your players to get hurt? They let, they let up, and uh, it almost cost them that 14-0 mark. However, uh, they did persevere. They came and got the game-winning field goal at the end. Oh, my uh, God. Well, you missed the best part. So the, they ended up coming all the way back, mm-hmm. making it 35-35. In other yep. words, they didn't even score the second half, Carolina, at all. And, and made it a game, and they, and they won on the uh, game-winning field goal to go 14-0, and Little Ears got it done. Little Ears scored, ran the ball down there, got him in field goal range, and got it then. 14-0 straight up, 10-4 against the spread. However, they did not cover that number yesterday. And we did not play. Uh, If you were on Carolina yesterday, you were banging your fucking head off the wall. Uh, Something fierce. Yeah. yeah, Guys, you you remember? Nothing worse than being up four touchdowns. You got the money in the bag and and all hell breaks loose. That's a fact. But anyway, they hold on to get a 38-35 win. They're still undebeaten, 14-0. Carolina DB Josh Norman says the league should punish Beckham Jr. for his hit on Norman, saying that it was very malicious. The hit was in a malicious way. He stalked him out like if you were hunting, like he was prey, like he was you're standing behind as a sniper and he (laughs) preyed on him. Um, I don't like it. I mean, if you prey on me and I'm in the National Football League and I'm trying to do my job, I mean, don't get me wrong. Your job is, NFL is similar to boxing. You know, uh, protect yourself at all fucking times. When you're on that field, but uh, when another player is saying it's malicious and he was preying on him and he saw him from across the field and went and sought out and did some shit like that, yeah, I don't like it. Well, they were, I mean, listen, anybody that saw that game or watched, you know, any kind of sports fucking news in the last 24 hours knows what happened there. I mean, it. They were, they were going at it the whole fucking game. Uh, these are two fierce competitors. You got one of the best D-backs, uh, one of the best single-man coverage in the game with Norman against one of the best receivers in the game, Beckham. And uh, they were talking a lot of smack all week before the game. And uh, shit just got crazy. I mean, they were going to blows the whole game. They were fighting the whole game. It Let was, me ask you this. And Beckham was out of control, man. He, what he did was fucking wrong. Well, answer the question. Was he right? Is, 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 is it right? Is it wrong? Does he deserve a little uh, oh, punishment? He de- oh, he definitely deserves uh, something. They're going to find the shit out of him if they already haven't. I haven't really seen what happened. Let me ask you this again. It was cheap, man. It was, bull- it ha- it was bullshit. If it happened to you, Personally, and you were it, it, you were Norman. What what would you do? I'd have waited for the motherfucker outside his locker. Okay, good. I like your attitude. So you're still at least you're being honest to our viewers. Yeah. I won't beat his motherfucking ass. Yeah, fuck the, so fuck, let me all, ha- fuck all the fines. I'd just be waiting for him to come out of the locker room. Or let me ask you this. Better yet, do you think that when a situation like that happens, you think NFL should go NHL rules? You think they should let a couple players fight for a couple I minutes? I think they should take the fucking helmets off and fight. Stop this punching each other with your fucking pads and helmets. Oh on. yeah, yeah. Listen, take the helmets off. So and here's let, the rule, and let them fucking go. Here's the rule that I'm that I'm proposing. You get <laughs> you get a malicious hit. Something happens to you where you get hit off guard, or you get really abused by another player. Mm-hmm. If you take your helmet off, and the player that you're beefing with takes his play helmet off, that should give a sign that you're allowed to fight. Why not? You give it 30 seconds, and you guys fight as hard as you can. Or until someone goes to the ground and then the refs break it up or the other players break it up. And then you're both off the field for five minutes. That's your penalty. Yeah, exactly. Well, a quarter. Let's make it a fucking quarter. You guys go sit down for a quarter and realize that we're not about that shit. We're not here to start riots. Mm -hmm. But if something dirty happens, let a guy defend himself. Mm -hmm. They're willing to take their hat off because, like I said, I'd beat Becca's motherfucking ass. Hey, hey, that could have seriously been like a season-ending injury if not a career-ending injury. I mean, he... He fucking targeted his head, and he, I mean, it, it was ugly. It was real fucking ugly, and uh, it is what it is. It was bullshit. Uh, let me give you an NFC uh, East update, Skip, unless you want to. I know this is your, usually your segment where you're up, updating everything, but uh, Minnesota wins big. I told you Minnesota was good. Uh, what do you think of their quarterback, man? Uh, I mean, he, he gets... The Vi- the, well, the Vikings had a very impressive win over the Bears yesterday. Um, 
I mean, you but know, they're I, making I, him out to be a superstar and this, that, and the other. How do you feel I, about that? I don't that? know if he's a superstar. I mean, uh, what he did last week, Bridgewater's fuck, I mean, was ridiculous at the end of that game. But uh, this week they came through. They won in a big way by three touchdowns, beat the Bears on the road. Uh, they're one game behind Green Bay. It's very impressive. Everybody knows if you've been paying attention, uh, the Minnesota Vikings were my sleeper in the NFL this year. So that was a big win for them. They go to 9-5 and five and uh, one game behind Green Bay in the division and hanging on to that wild card spot. But you want to get back to the NFC East? Well, no, I like what you say. I just wanted to ask you one more question. Is Bridgewater real? Uh, he, he's good enough to get the job done right now. I don't like... He makes a lot of fucking mistakes. Can I tell you one thing? What, what, he, what he did at the end of that game last week was a fucking disgrace. I'm not a big fan of Bridgewater. I, I mean, I, I was starting to like him when I, you know, when I picked Minnesota as my sleeper this year. I, I thought he was good enough to get it done, and I still think he's good enough to get it done. But he, I'm saying out of the brother, he's not, he's not great yet. That's for sure. But out of the brother quarterbacks, you know, 90% of them uh, are runners. They're athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they could be running backs. Um, he's actually built like the old picture-perfect white guy that they want to sit in the pocket and, and play. So, like, a Randall Cunningham, Randall is, was, a, was a picture-perfect guy that uh, was a runner, but they turned him into a pocket quarterback, and that's what they still want to do with these urban quarterbacks. I feel like Minnesota is allowing him to just play his game, which we've talked in the past. If they let Kaepernick <coughs> do his thing and these other guys do their thing, mm-hmm. they have a chance of winning because he runs the ball. He stays in the pocket. They don't make him a pocket quarterback. They allow him to do both. Do you agree with that? I think his weakness is that he, he has to make his decisions a little bit faster. That's what I see in him right now. So and you're he, saying he tries to be a pocket quarterback and yeah. sees if he can see shit first? Yeah, then- he's got to get rid of the ball a little, a little quicker. He's got to make a little bit faster decision. He's a little slow with his decision making. But All right, uh, let's get into some football. Let's talk what some about shit. The, you want to talk about the NFC East real quick? Absolutely. Okay, the Redskins got the win yesterday, 35-25 to 25, uh, over Buffalo. Fucking blowout winner. The Eagles lost. They got blown the fuck out by uh, Arizona, which might have been the easiest fucking play on the board yesterday. Uh, and the Giants lose to Carolina, as we just discussed. So the Eagles go down. The Giants go down. Washington wins. Kirk Cousins with another big game. Um, the Skins are now in first place at 7-7. Seven and seven. The Eagles pretty much have destiny in their own hands, Steve, because uh, the Eagles are playing Washington this week. That's a huge fucking game, okay? Washington's 7-7. Seven and seven. The Giants and the Eagles are both 6-8. and eight. Uh, Washington and Philly play each other this week, and then Philly plays the Giants the week after that. So the Eagles got their, their destinies in their hands, is what I'm saying. They got to play the Redskins, and then they got to play the Giants. They, I don't see them beat neither one. Neither do I, because they absolutely fucking blow. Their secondary is fucking horrendous, and uh, they were exposed again yesterday. They're, they're, they're fucking, but at this point, they're a fucking disgrace. Washington wins that division. That's the way it looks. At this point, don't you want to lose though? Maybe get some picks. At this point, don't you want to go zero and three to end it out to maybe get a? a I, I just want to fucking fire Chip Kelly, uh, Sam Bradford. You're fucking horrible. I mean, they got no secondary. Their linebackers are a disgrace. I got a team that I'd like to talk about. Uh, Seattle, they clinched playoff yes. berth. Um, they're back strong, and as of right now, they look like the exact same team that made it to the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, it's a team that uh, didn't cover the spread at all in the beginning of the season. Um, they were one and six or one and five against the spread. Came out absolutely terrible. Uh, thought they weren't the team they were supposed to be. Marshawn Lynch wasn't there. 
Uh, I can't stand them anyway. Uh, can't stand the fact they didn't hand the ball to them to win the Super Bowl. So mm -hmm. I've always been a little bit bitter about that as well, although I was on the other side with the <laughs> Patriots, so I was excited. But uh, I just don't like when head coaches ruin games, especially Super Bowls. You well, know I mean? you know, since then, I mean, Seattle's 9-5 and five overall. They've won five straight games. More importantly, they've covered five straight games. And they've, looking like the, mo the stellar team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they've won seven out of their last eight games straight up. As I said, they've won five in a row, and they've covered all five of those games. And Steve... Uh, last six games, six games in a row, they've scored 29 points or more. So yeah. the offense is back. Russell Wilson's looking sharp. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, granted, they had a weak-ass opponent yesterday with Cleveland. I mean, uh, and, uh, I'd have, it'd be fair to say the worst team in the league. And, and Seattle was at home. So, yeah, they should have won that game by 20. And you know, they But won. they covered the spread. And they for won. a betting man like ourselves, that's, that's all we ask them to do. They won by 17. They got the money. And, uh, yeah, they look... Uh, they look like the next team we're going to talk about, the Steelers. Another team fucking absolutely on fire right now. 34-27. to 27. They were getting blown the fuck out in the first half. As you know, that was one of our plays. Mm -hmm. We ended up with the push for the day. Uh, come out getting blown the fuck out first half. Completely stops them. Turns into a different team the second half. That's what makes the public think games are fixed. Because how can a team that came out so strong turn into such shit. Well, it's just like Carolina was up 28 points and everybody thought they were going to get paid again on Carolina. Yeah, but Pittsburgh was playing hard the whole fucking game. They Denver, had a starting team and they're trying to get it done. Denver was up fucking huge and all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's a tie game and the Steelers come back and win the game 34-27. to 27. Uh, Steelers, another dangerous team right now. Can I, no. six, six games in a row, they've scored 30 points or more. So yeah. you got Seattle with six games in a row, that's 29 points or higher. Pittsburgh, six games in a row, that scored 30 points or more. Uh, your, your offense impresses me, but your defense still is sus. I mean, I just don't like it. It is what it is. I mean, you guys can score when you want to, but the fact that you give that many points up, you can't win. You can't win a championship. And it brings me to my next question that I have for you because I need an honest answer because you've always kept it real. Can Pittsburgh win the Super Bowl? They can. Uh, they've got an experienced coach. Hold on, hold on. You can, you can lose 100 pounds. It's will you. I said, I, I, let me rephrase that. Will they win the Super Bowl? No. No. Okay. Can, can they make it to the Super Bowl? Can they make it to the Super Bowl? Yeah, absolutely they can. Uh, can they win it? Yeah, they can win it. Will they? No, I don't think they will. Okay. I, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to see Arizona and Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. Hey, man. I, I think they can definitely get to the Super Bowl. Uh, can they beat Arizona or can they beat Carolina? We've discussed, you and I have discussed Arizona several times on this podcast about being a solid team and um, covering the spread for us and not covering the spread for us <laughs> and kind of fucking us over a little bit. And, uh, you know, we've always said they're a solid team. All these people have to do is go back to our podcast. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Like when I tell you that Patriots were going to be a strong team, uh, have a good chance of winning the Super Bowl and probably will go to the Super Bowl. Uh, just like we said, Carolina could easily go undefeated. However, do they get props for the undefeated season? Do they go down in history as one of the best teams ever? They beat Atlanta and, and no, listen, I mean, are you talking about Arizona right now? I went all over the place, just yeah. like I normally do. Well, Ari Arizona, I said, if you, I said if you listen to our podcast, we're always talking about different teams. That's how mm -hmm. I got into it. I said Arizona. I've always been talking about the Patriots. I talked about Carolina. But Arizona's yeah, fucking for real, Steve. They're a real team. I mean, they're for real. I mean... Offensively, they are. They kicked the fucking dog shit out of Philly yesterday, just like I fucking knew they would. Yeah. And it uh, was my play of the day. I mean, it, it, I, I mean, I, they, I, they, they fucking absolutely annihilated them. It was easy. It was a walk in the fucking park. Uh, Arizona is for real. I think the Carolina. You better watch out because Arizona can whoop your ass, little ears. Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking fact. So you better you, you better do a little training, stay focused, and uh, that, that, that's going to be a great game if it comes down to it, which it should. 
Um, Arizona, Arizona and, Little and Carolina. Oof. You got Seattle. That's obviously we just <laughs> talked about. They're dangerous in the NFC. Always, Winner of that game has a great chance of winning the Super Bowl. Well, of course. You always, I mean, you always got the Green Bay factor in the NFC. Um, you know, Minnesota's coming on. They're, they're, they could be dangerous. They're no Arizona, though. They're no Carolina. So you got the Seattle threat. You got the Green Bay threat. Maybe Minnesota. Uh, just Arizona, Carolina, clearly the best in the NFC. And uh, I'm going to favor fucking Arizona in that game. Remember where you heard it. All right. Well, beautiful, Skip. Moving on. Um, I got a new segment. Uh, everybody knows my favorite line. Fair enough uh, or not fair enough. This segment here is called the fair enough or not fair enough segment. I'm going to read you off something, a statement, and you tell me if it's fair enough or not fair enough. Fair enough? Fair enough. Fair enough, Skip. (laughs) Fair enough, ladies and gentlemen. Patriots are favorite ahead of Carolina to win the Super Bowl. Fair enough or not fair enough? I'm going to agree and say fair enough. I would make the Patriots the favorite as well, uh, simply because of the experience. And I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, you got Belichick, you got Brady. I mean, they got no, they got more rings on their fucking hand than Liberace. Ding, ding. I mean, that, a, that is a fair enough. You're I, absolutely correct on that one. Patriots will be a favorite to Carolina yeah. due to experience, due to rings on their finger. You said they got more rings than Liberace? Yeah. And you know how many rings that game motherfucker that's had. You know of, what I mean? That's a lot of motherfuckers. He had rings. more rings than Rudolph had rings around <laughs> his asshole. I can tell you that. <laughs> he had more rings than fucking Rudolph's asshole. Oh, oh my fucking God. <laughs> But, uh, all right, so fair enough, yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they will be favored, which goes to show that even if Carolina has an undefeated season, the sportsbooks will still show them as an underdog. They won't get the love that they were expecting. If they play the Patriots, right. College football playoff favorites. Go Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Michigan State. So you got them ranked Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and then Michigan State. I'm going to say, uh, once, once again... Let that, me make that clear in, ca- in, in again, case people didn't understand that. College football playoff favorites. I... I, I had a run-on sentence there, okay? Mm-hmm. I say Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Michigan State. Fair enough or not fair enough? You agree with those four? Once again, I'm going to agree. I've been saying Alabama's the best team in the country all year, and I still believe that. You don't see Ohio State on there, do you? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, fucking frauds. Uh, but you don't see UNLV running Rebels there either. I'm just saying, listen, guys, we call well, it how we, we see it. Well, we One didn't... thing about us, we're going to keep it real. I told you that we have the best talent in the world in UNLV basketball. We're a top ten. Skip, look at me. We're a top 10 team in talent. No. You, yeah, no, yeah, we are. Running Rebel basketball, you don't know shit about I'll, it. I'll give you the top 20. You just stick to Philly. You don't I, worry I, about I, my shit. I'll give you my the top My UNLV Running Rebels are a top 10 talent team. We need a better coach. Mm. They need to learn how to play together. And yes, we have more talent than you have any idea. So you don't follow that basketball shit. You're out of pocket right now. I follow college and if basketball. You, well, I'm sure you do. Yeah. But if anybody wants to go against me on that, please make a comment. UNLV has top 10 talent, okay? The losses that we have are due to coaching, not playing together. You give us a stellar coach, we'll fucking be a top five team. They did, they did blow some games late, like that UCLA game. We just could have fucking yeah. beat Arizona, dude. They cut it they're to young. five. They're young. They're definitely young. I said we have top 10 talent. I'll give them top 20, top 25. I don't know about top 10, Steven. Top 10 talent all day long. We're already, we were already uh, ranked 23, about to be 15. Uh, before the the little bullshit. But it is what it is. I got your back. I appreciate you keeping it real. And uh, that's pretty much what it is. Um, For the fair enough segment, I thought it was boring. I didn't like it. The questions were fucking stupid. So I like the next one, though. uh, The next one is, will you eat Steve's nuts? Fair enough or not fair (laughs) enough? That's going to (laughs) be... Me personally, that's a not fair enough. (laughs) I like the next one. Talk about uh, Pete Rose, brother. All right. Anyway, uh, baseball commissioner Rob Manfred denies Pete Rose again on his reinstatement deal. So first of all, I'd like to say to Rob Manfred, eat a dick. 
You're a piece of shit. You're a fucking punk bastard. <laughs> Pete Rose de is the definition of baseball. It's Charlie Hustle, for fucking God's sake. Mm -hmm. Maybe motherfuckers need to take a, a page out of his fucking book. Charlie Hustle was a boss. The guy giving everything he got. He loved the sport. Just because he liked to bet his own money, who gives a fuck? Well, he says Rose continues to illegally bet on baseball, even though his betting is what got him into trouble in the first place. Because of this, it is an unacceptable risk to let him back into baseball. Well, fair enough or not fair enough? Let me comment on this on two levels. This is a subject that I'm very dear to my heart. It's an absolutely my, not fair enough. Well, my favorite team, the 1980 Philadelphia Phillies, uh, wins the World Series over George Bett and the Royals. And you know who was playing first base, don't you? Pete motherfucking Rose. All day, okay? baby. So I'm a little partial to Pete Rose. I love the guy. He's a fucking monster. I love everything about him. Love the way he played the fucking game. And love those 1980 Philadelphia Phillies. Now, that being said, I look at Pete Rose in two, diff two different ways. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely, fucking lutely without a doubt. I agree. Because what he did on the baseball field has nothing to fucking do with whether or not he bets on baseball or he bets on anything else. Should he be in the Hall of Fame for his play as... Uh, for, for his talent as a player, 100 fucking percent. He's the hit leader, for Christ's sake. He's the fucking king, okay? He should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. No questions about it. Should he be allowed back in baseball? Should he be able to participate on any level as a manager or any other level for that matter? No, Abs absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I love you, Pete Rose. I fucking love the shit out of you. You can't. Should you be allowed in baseball? No. Can Sh I? Should you be allowed to bet on baseball? Fuck yeah. Fire yeah. away, Pete. Goddamn right, Pete. Listen, like I said, you're an all-out degenerate. You're a degenerate gambler. Absolutely. You just sat on TV yesterday. You can't even watch a football game unless you have money on it. Goddamn right. You said you like to sit down during the holidays, bet football, and we <laughs> love you, Pete. So does everybody else. Right. However, you can't take a guy like yourself with an itchy hand to bet sports mm -hmm. and put him around a bunch of young studs who can be influenced by an OG like yourself. I agree with that. Before part. you know it, yeah. these other guys are betting sports, and you don't want that because then you ruin it for guys like mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. who actually bet sports, mm -hmm. and they won't allow us to bet sports anymore right. That's because why. they'll think that we have fixed games and right. players that are betting sports. And that's the reason why, Pete. Mm -hmm. You would fuck Las Vegas and betting sport. If they let you in and let you back in baseball and you got other players to gamble and you fucked up, it would ruin everything that we've stood for. They probably wouldn't even allow us to bet on baseball legally. Yeah, the, the, you know, you, you hurt the cause of legalized, to, to help us legalize sports betting. Correct. We can't let a guy like you, who, like you said, who's got an itchy figure and wants the fucking fire on the games. Yeah. We can't let you around the fucking game. Pete. Because before you know it, you're talking about uh, betting yeah. the Raiders with this young guy who just got a $50 million contract right. who's going to start betting, hey, Pete, where do I get a bet off? Now you're getting him in trouble. You're ruining it, and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Put him in the Hall of Fame fucking right now. Put him in the Hall of Fame today. I think it's the first thing we ever agreed on. So he definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Rob Manfred, you agree with the eat a dick? That three words for him? Yeah, eat a dick. Well, get it straight. I mean, that's all I'm saying. But he doesn't have anything to do with the Hall of Fame, though. It's the Hall of Fame fucking committee that has to let him the fuck in. I understand Manfred that. is just saying what we're saying. He, he's saying, let, I, I can't let you around the game, Pete. That, I can't let you around these kids. I can't let you on the field. Yeah, I, but still, I still. can't let you be part of any organization. Eat a dick. You got to let him party. Listen, you still have to let him be connected uh, to some point of it, but... <sighs> I don't fucking know. Well, either, because either, the guy, he's either. saying he's saying the same thing we are. He's like, look, right. dude, you're a great player. You deserve to be in there. However, I don't want you around the game for our exact reasons. So he can't be. Maybe I do agree with Rob in a, in a certain. Maybe he just shouldn't get to all eat a dick. Maybe he should well, just. He can still eat a dick. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, he's not supporting him. And, and deep down, I don't think he likes Pete Rose. And uh, you know, 
He, he didn't kill anybody. I love Pete Rhodes. And if you want to see him, people, just stop uh, just stop by Caesars when you're out here in Vegas. Let me ask you. Head what, over to the sports book. He's usually sitting there firing on ponies every afternoon. I want to ask you guys uh, a question. I want people to com- <laughs> comment, on, on comment which one is worse. Let me ask you this, Skip. Do you think Ray Lewis is going to the Hall of Fame? Probably, yeah. Okay. Definitely. For sure, right? Yeah. Uh, but was involved with a murder. Hey, I'm, I'm Hold not- on, hold on. I want you to ask me which one is worse. Ray Lewis can make it to the Hall of Fame. He was involved in a murder. Mm-hmm. Pete Rose gambled. Bet on his team. Which one's worse? Wow. That, that's a hard one, man, because I don't really know all the facts. Does he? That, no, I, don't, I don't really know all the facts. The about, fact is, uh, is about, home, he was there. Uh, listen. I, I don't know all the facts about that murder. I wasn't fucking there. We're not going to uh, open it up. Just understand. I'm not he, a fan of Ray Lewis because, he, because of what you're saying, actually. He was involved. Uh, a, great, a great player. He was involved. Uh, he was definitely involved in some shady-ass fucking shit. He was a yeah, and, uh, Should he have been allowed back on the field? I don't know. I, I, Let's I, not get too deep. I want you yeah, guys to comment on that. Which is worse? Uh, Pete Rose not getting into the Hall of Fame for betting sports or Ray Lewis, who's a for sure going to the Hall of Fame and was part of a murder. Mm. So, like I said, uh, he didn't murder. So when you look at it that way, uh, in the overall picture, uh, what Pete did was bad, but on the overall picture to get in the Hall of Fame for his talent, he should have been in there a long time ago. We'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't be around baseball, but he should be into the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Uh, Moving on to baseball, uh, I'm pretty much done. There's really nothing else to say uh, about that. Well, listen, I could talk about baseball for the next three fucking hours, but I won't. I mean, there's a lot of shit going down in the winter meetings, uh, you know, this past couple of weeks. A lot of big trades. Uh, but I'm not really interested in right yeah, now because no, it's Monday. Wants, nobody wants to hear about baseball right it's now. It's Monday Night Football. What I want to do is I want to get into a little basketball. Clay Thompson says he's the best shooting guard in the league over James Harden, uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, whoever. Is that a fair enough or not fair enough? Um, not fair enough. No? no? So you you don't think What do you he, think? You know more about the NBA than I do. I think is he the best uh, shooting guard in the league? Fuck, man. He's right no. there. I don't think he is. Uh, better than James Harden? Yeah. Better than Jimmy Butler? Yeah. So those two, I'd have to say absolutely. It's just a matter of can he keep his little ankle and all his little bullshit uh, mm-hmm. healthy. Uh, you know, we've been red hot in basketball, as you know, kicking ass and taking names in college and pro. We've been making a lot of fucking money in college basketball lately. There's a lot of money to be made in college basketball right now, people. And more importantly, the bowl games are, you know, just off the fucking chain. As a matter of fact, let me just say this. Uh, there's the Global the global Hoops Showcase, it's called. The Global Hoops Showcase going on right now uh, here in Las Vegas. We got a little holiday tournament going on in college basketball. So if you want to make some serious fucking money... Get a hold of us. You're talking about the tournament in the Cox I'm, Pavilion Center right yeah. across from UNLV. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Steve will have some information on this t- uh, tournament this week. Uh, well, I'm so- definitely going to find out if they're sleeping on the floor, yeah. if they've been fucking prostitutes, if they've mm. been drinking alcohol, if they've been at the nightclub. You can bet your motherfucking ass I'm going to find not out. O- yeah, not only would you like to fill your stockings for Christmas right now, we got college bowl games going on. We got NBA. We got hockey. We got NFL. And we got a college basketball tournament going on this week right here in Vegas, right in our back fucking yard. People, 877-220-6540. We are dead serious about making you money. If you're not playing the college bowl games, if you're not playing the NFL, we got NBA going on, we got hockey going on, and a college basketball tournament in our back fucking yard. Call us. Like he said, ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of smoking mirrors? You see that smoke? Are you tired of smoking mirrors? Wow. Are you guys, are you tired of dealing with guys that promised to be 80, 90% that ended up being 30, 40%? Are you tired of these guys acting like they're millionaires and live in casinos when these guys live in Motel 6 and budget suites? 
Let us do our job. Let us take care of you. Like I said, it's Christmas time. We're celebrating. And, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're kicking ass and taking names. Uh, in, in movies, in, in hip-hop news, uh, the new Tupac movie uh, finds its lead actor, and this motherfucker looks just like Tupac. Tupac's going to be a big a, a big movie, Skip. I know you didn't think N.W.A. was going to be as big as it was, and you see that motherfucker was huge. Uh, his name is Demetrius Ship. Uh, if you see the picture right there on your screen, I mean, he looks just like Tupac. Identical. So um, before we get out of here... Uh, I want to talk about a little situation that happened on the Las Vegas Strip last night. Right. Uh, I want a little moment of silence. I want to say R.I.P. to uh, the woman, Miss Venezuela, uh, was her last name. Uh, she was two years old. After the Miss Universe pageant last night, uh, people were walking out of the hotel, and uh, a lady um, in her car uh, on the Las Vegas Strip has her three-year-old kid in the background, we don't know exactly what the, the thing was yet. It's not an act of terrorism, but it was one of the worst things that's ever happened. It's a horrible thing for a city. Um, could you imagine what the, the people can't even be safe to come to Las Vegas and walk on our streets? The moral of the story is, uh, I think the girl was fighting with her boyfriend, whatever the case is. The girl drives her car onto the curb mm -hmm. and literally starts running over people. Yeah, she, she plows down the sidewalk with her car right in front of Planet Hollywood and... Uh... The Paris Hotel here in Vegas. Right there on Colville, real similar to the place like, like where Tupac like, got shot. Yeah, like you said, the, you know, the, the Miss Universe pageant was going on at the time, or it just had ended. There was hundreds or thousands of people, thousands of people on the sidewalk, and she runs up on the sidewalk and plows down some fucking people. Uh, Suppos me, supposedly came, came back on the road then, and about a half a block later, back up, came back up on the sidewalk and ran a few more over. Yeah, let me explain it to you. Uh, she, it was a total of 40 uh, people that got hurt. Uh, as of right now, there's one fatality, uh, the 22-year-old girl I told you about. There's also six in critical condition. And what really brings a tear to my eye during the holidays is uh, one of them's 11 years old, one of them's seven, uh, the other one's, I think, 12. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking no matter how old they are. But, uh -huh. I mean, these guys are walking on the strip after Miss Universe, enjoying <laughs> the lights, and here a fucking irate fucking person drives up on there, hits people, plowing them left and right, drags off the sidewalk, hits a U-turn, goes to the other side of the strip and does the same fucking thing, hits 40-some people. Shout out to all the victims. Uh, nobody deserves anything like this. Uh, to come to Las Vegas and just be walking and to lose a loved one, I just couldn't imagine me getting a phone call saying that Tracy was walking on the strip with Joe and they got ran over by a girl that pulled up on the curb for no absolute reason yes. at all. That's fucked up, man. Shit ain't right. So I just want to say to that girl, you deserve the death penalty. I don't give a fuck what type. Look, you know, yeah. men, oh, men oh. listen, women, men should never get you that mad. Men, women should never get you that mad to the what point she, where... I mean, what a fucking shame for the three-year-old kid she had in the car. Not well, only did she kill these plus, other people... Yeah, while she's plowing these people down. She plowed these people down, six in critical condition, 40 people hurt total, one dead, while she has her three-year-old in the back. Unbelievable. So I do want to give a shout-out. Like I said, that's some tragedy that happened in Las Vegas last night. We don't want nothing to do with it. And uh, you guys, I'm sorry that that happened, but Las Vegas is a good place. So, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. So shout out to the victims. I hope it'll get better. But uh, back into the news, like I said, bowl games are exciting. We've been kicking ass and taking names. I'm looking forward to watching uh, Christmas Day, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers uh, taking on you-know-who. We've only been talking about it the whole motherfucking year. A lot of NBA on Christmas Day every year. And this, Go this Golden State Warriors play the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm -hmm. like I said. Do you want to make a bet on that? 
Uh, see me later. Let me think about it. All right, we'll talk about that personal because you got a couple bets I got to get back. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is pretty much it. We're not going to do a Christmas podcast. Um, and, and, and back to that tragedy story, that's why I was telling you guys, don't drink and drive. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Look out in your environment where you're at because, like I said, it's a bad time of the year for something to happen, man. Like I said, you want to be safe. You want to be there for your loved ones. At the end of the day, like I said, you want to make money betting sports. We're a one-stop shop. Nobody makes more money betting me in sports than anybody in the world. Nobody's even close. Anybody that says they're better than me, look them in the eye when they say that. That way you know what they look like when they're lying. Right. Plain and fucking simple. And for that guy out there to think Skip has a DUI last time you were talking about this. Oh, yeah, you're wrong about that, Yeah, you're wrong about that, too. You would have lost that bet minus 200. No, I don't have no DUI, jackass. So, yeah, like I said, man, uh, we say that things from the bottom of my heart. Like I said, we talk shit, this, that, and the other. But mm-hmm. when you get money, you want to make it home to your family. You know That's what I mean? Right. Yeah. And when we're gambling, we got he's got security with him. He's yeah. got paramedics around him. He's in a safe <laughs> casino. He's not just driving around drunk, uh, shitting his pants, fucking uh, plowing into different cars. You know what I mean? Yeah, listen. We're high-level alcoholics. Yeah. Get it right, motherfucker. Yeah. Like I said, I roll with a paramedic. Okay, I roll with a motherfucking security <laughs> guard if I need it. I roll with a guy that has that hammer that so I don't have to use it. Mm-hmm. I mean, plain and simple. But on a more jolly note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm running a promotion today and today only that's going to make everybody happy. Call me Santa Claus, like I said, because I have a gift for you. Everybody that calls in with their phone number tonight and leaves a message on our machine looking for this Santa Claus gift game, the first 25 people that call are going to get a $2,500 personal play directly from me for free. Wow. Don't call me, though, if you plan on taking my play, winning, and not calling back and spending money. Mm -hmm. Let me look in the camera. I'm in a good Santa Claus mood. I'm going to give you a $2,500 game for free. But if you plan on getting the free game and not signing up the next day, do not call my fucking office because then I turn into the Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you want to keep it real? We're keeping it real. Uh, Like I said, I'm in a Santa Claus mood. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, after you watch the podcast tonight, after Monday Night Football, you're smoking a joint like me, relaxing with your girl, having fun. Uh, You know, like I said, let's let's make that happen. So the first 25 people that give us a call and say, I want Steve's personal play. It's a $2,500 value game. We're going to get you that fucking game so you can make some money tomorrow. Uh, But by all means, be prepared to sign up and... uh, Make some money with us for the long term. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to sum up everything we went over today. Like I said, in NFL news, Carolina's still undefeated. They got the fucking job done. Uh, Beckham is definitely going to get punished for the hard hit that he was given. Uh, Seattle clinched birth by kicking ass and taking names. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers look like a great fucking team. Uh, Could they win their Super Bowl? Yeah. Will they? I don't think so. Uh, Patriots are favored. Uh, if they play Carolina in a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Uh, Pete Rose doesn't get into the Hall of Fame, and uh, we think he should. We just don't think he should be around players. Tupac movie gets casted with a guy that looks just like Tupac. And uh, come to find out, Rudolph the Red Nose is a dick-licking fucking reindeer after after you tell me today. (laughs) So, you know, I had no idea Rudolph... Uh, turn gay, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Shout out to all the gay people out there that keep it real. Uh, transgender, Caitlyn Jenner, whose pussy's drier than the turkey that everyone's going to be eating on fucking Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, you're a fraud. And uh, like I said, man, gay is, is good. Uh, be who you are in this world. Make sure it, no matter if you're gay, young or old, you go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com because it don't matter what you are or mm-hmm. what your gender is. Everybody needs to make money. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you call us today. I'm going to give you a free gift. Uh, Skip, why don't you tell these people Merry Christmas, and then I'll end the podcast, brother. 
I just want to say it's been a hell of a year. Uh, I couldn't be happier. I've had one of the best years of my life. I want to thank you, Steve. I'm going to spend this holiday with my family. My mother's here. Uh, life couldn't be any better. I want to thank all the clients out there for being loyal and showing their support. And uh, listen, man, Merry, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Feel these nuts, Navidad. And uh, other than that, give us a call. Let's make some fucking money. And we're going to continue to roll. We're going to have a big bowl season. We're kicking ass in college basketball. The tournament's here in Las Vegas this week. I, I know. They uh, heard you. They yeah, heard let, you. Let's go. Enough's enough. Yeah, come on. Let's go. Let's uh, get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just want to say uh, <laughs> uh, to, to my family, uh, my dad, this is my you know, second year without him. You know, RIP to you, Pops. I missed the shit out of you. Uh, to my family, my mom, my brother, uh, Kelly, my kids. Uh, you know, Abriel, uh, my little man, Dominic, you know, Peyton, Sean, uh, Merry Christmas. It's going to be a great year this year. And most, you know, just as important to all our loyal fans, to all the people that have been there from day one for Money Talks, to all our fans that support the legalization of gambling, to all our people that support the podcast. Uh, at the end of the day, man, I want you to have a Merry Christmas from Steve Stevens and VIP Sports. Don't let the players be the only ones that get paid. Make sure you smoke the finest marijuana in the world. Make sure you're betting on the best games in the world. Make sure that you're eating the finest foods in the world because at the end of the day, Christmas comes only once. Like I said, Merry Christmas from VIP Sports and myself. God bless you. Have a safe holiday. And like I said, don't let the players and Santa Claus be the only ones that get fat this season. Fair enough. Fair VIP enough. Sports. Merry Christmas. Oh, we oh, love oh. you guys. Merry Christmas. My check, bitch. My check, bitch. Hearing things. Hearing things. Been hearing a lot of shit though. Gotta release that shit, Gotta bitch. That shit, Fuck bitch. you. Shit, Hold bitch. up. I got you, dirt. I got you, dirt. I got you. I got you. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. It must be the money talking. It must be the money talking. The sports book keep calling me. I won't lie. They really want to kill me off, but I won't die. Even though I lost the last game, I'ma try. Cause it's a constant struggle to make this money multiply. To make this money multiply, I gotta take some chances. Follow my gut and never bet with my heart. Never bet with your heart when you're playing with cream. And when the 